Today on Roll for Insight, I'm joined by my D&D party. We discuss my campaign and talking about our favorite NPCs, great magical items, and some fun interactions about who could take who. This is just a little celebration of the end of our campaign. Is it a little self-indulgent? Absolutely. But despite that, I hope you guys enjoy this episode of Roll for Insight. Hi, I'm Brandon. I play Yorvarex, the Dragonborn Fighter Warlock. Hi, my name is Kyla, and I play Daphne Nordstrom, the Acemar Bloodhunter. Hi, I'm Sophia. I play Masha, the Wood Elven Cleric of Ayun. Hi, I'm Tali. I play Yue. She's a half-elven druid. Hi, my name is Caden. I play Bob Dylan, the Bard. Okay, so of all the NPCs you've met so far, what is your favorite? Delron. The one who, like, helped me with Ayun's temple and everything. He was definitely my favorite. He was, like, he was so cool in helping us. And I remember it was right when Tally or Kyla, I think, had joined the campaign. And we were at the temple fighting, I think, the Scarlet Templar. And, like, they we had to, like, go into the temple to look for something. I think it was, like, something that had to do with Vecna. And then we were, like, looking for it. And he was helping us out and, like, gave us a bunch of advice and stuff. And it was really nice. He was my favorite because he was, like, my, my little Ayun buddy. Okay, so this is a weird answer because my character in the game hates him, but my favorite has to be Crawford Cyrillish. I think he's really cool and interesting, and um, I, it was just like a really fun foil to my character. It was always fun to like talk to him in-game. So you, I hated him, but I loved him. He was really cool. Did you just like him as kind of an antagonist to your character? Because that's kind of what he ended up becoming over the course of the campaign. Yeah, because I didn't get to interact with him much before I joined. Um, he, I know the other, I joined late in the campaign, so there's a lot of, like, past history with him. So I kind of joined right when he had this reputation of that the players already knew. So when he kind of, like, transformed into that, I was like, oh, this is going to be fun. Uh, so I, I did kind of like it for that reason. But also beforehand, he's just, like, a really interesting character with, like, kind of mysterious goals and you weren't really really sure what he was who he was and what he was doing like they had never even seen his actual face by the time you I met him so it's just like I liked the mystery behind it you know and then having a relationship in character like a kind of bantery but also mentory kind of relationship with someone who was so mysterious I'm like whoa it's so cool I like the uh it's, it's kind of two of them the Sovereign and uh, Crawford. Crawford was probably the coolest character. But I like the Sovereign because of Game of Thrones. Yeah, kind of a love letter to all the things I liked about the wartime aspects of that show. My favorite NPC had to be Kalia because my character had a close relationship to her. And um, I really liked her sarcasm and kind of awkward um, character, but she was uh, really, really powerful. I would say my favorite NPC is the earliest like version of the orphan you had. Uh, I don't know what it was, but all like his philosophical talks and everything were just so fun to sit down and listen to. It was awesome. How did you feel about the way he kind of evolved through the campaign or like the way I kind of changed playing him? I think it fit with the story like really well. I think the way that you changed how he was like 
portrayed in not only like how he appeared to us but also like how like how other characters saw him especially like Kalia uh I felt like it fit really well within the story and and honestly I think that even though you changed it from that original perspective a little I still think it ended up like really like well and it was like a really fun character to interact with even though we didn't interact with them a whole lot during the last like little bit of the campaign well he did die <laughs> yeah of your entire party who do you think you could take in a fight any of them seriously could beat all of them no she couldn't beat bob dylan i think everyone could beat ua in a fight i don't think you UA think you, you don't even think you could take on the healer no i mean maybe but UA likes Masha too much to even throw that punch. And Masha can fly. I, it's because she definitely couldn't beat Yorbrax. Definitely couldn't beat Daphne. No way. And she definitely couldn't beat Bob Dylan because Bob Dylan would just be like shatter. Be like bye. UA has such a low armor class. She dies all the time. So maybe Masha. But honestly, they all could beat her in a fight. And I would not be surprised if they all said UA. I think. I could beat Daphne, uh, even if she puts like everything she has into like her first turn. Um, you think you could take it? I think I could tank it and then and then rush in and just, just throw everything I have right back. Mm. And and I guess it would be up to the dice on that one. So, but if you if you uh, get if you don't hit her on that, well, no, she has a low armor class, so you could probably end up taking her down if yeah. you close the distance. That's convenient. Unless she's shooting you from 120 feet away. In which case... Eldritch Blast Crispy. Oh, there you go. Big brain. I think that I could take Brandon or Yorvarax in a fight. Merely because his weapon did a lot of necrotic damage. And I'm resistant to necrotic. And I think that in a fight I would be able to shoot him with the gun and he wouldn't be able to regenerate his health as quickly as other people or react as quickly. I'm gonna be honest, maybe maybe Yorvrax. That's like someone I've always I've always wanted to do a fight with Yorvrax. I always like wanted Yorvrax to like turn on us or something so I can fight him. I think that would have been cool. And you know what? I took I took Kylo's character Daphne really well. I remember, I think it was Daphne turned on us in one session, and, like, she, like, got, like, evil for a little while, and then we had to, like, fight her, and I, like, I, like, hit her pretty hard in the head, so I was pretty happy about that, so I think I could probably take Daphne, too. Of all of the places that you've been in the campaign, which one's your favorite? Oh, Shalator. 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 Maybe, maybe I'm just narcissistic, because these are all UA-like things. But I thought Shalator was so pretty. It was, like, really marbly, and it had, like, the Winter's Crest Festival, and I just, I liked it. I didn't even know what it looked like when I chose that's where I wanted my character to be from. And then when I figured out what it looked like, I'm like, yes! I really liked it, though. It was so pretty, and the Moonweaver was there. It was, like, very nice. And I liked the fights that we did there. I don't think that we ever went anywhere else that looked like it. So, I mean, we it kind of got destroyed after our stay there, but it looked really pretty beforehand, and I know that they can make it pretty again. Oh, what was that one city? I can't remember the name, but the Halfling City was it all Lincolnshire? Yes, that was so fun. We sat there for like an hour of a session just buying fruits. 
and it was so much fun just being there even though we weren't like in that city isn't that where we met Roran too oh yeah that is where you met Roran Roran's yeah. like big now the, one of the um one of the youtubers interview is now officially a part of the Roran fan club you need to send him you one of those pins us. we did no we Ooh. need to we need to send him one of those pins doesn't doesn't tally have an extra if she does i think she said she has an extra hey drake if you're so watching this you got a pin incoming a lot of the small setting ones like the uh, the temple we went to in the desert with the mind flayers the pyramid yeah the summoning church i don't think i ever told you That's the name of it cool. or the uh the floating city at the end oh that was cool too i don't think i ever gave that a name it was just like a floating city. It was cool. It was pretty cool. It rained undead. It rained undead. Of all of the magical items that your character hath encountered, which one is your favorite? And which one do you want to have in real life? My favorite was probably the Valkyrie's Grace, just because that was my special one, and I really liked that one. That was such a cool like card, and like it helped me out so much in some of those last fights. And then if I could have any of them in real life, honestly, probably the flying broomstick because I hate driving. And so like to be able to not drive would be so nice. <laughs> if I just like had a flying broomstick, I think that would be really cool because I liked using that in the campaign too. So probably that one. My favorite magic item would have to be my gun um, because it was extremely hard to get and powerful i remember just the journey of getting that weapon was really hard for the entire group and it looked really cool if used as special um, effects of necrotic damage and psychic damage that it could do and it was a little tedious having to remember to reload it but it was really fun in a fight and looked cool the familiar ring for both of them because Elliot, your pet dragon from the ring, it, it it's like like all of the items I had were like these are cool magical items that that help. But then it it added another person to the game. Crisp Elliot was was more than an item. He also died like seven times. <laughs> but then he came back. You killed him seven times. I didn't kill him. You pretty he much happened did. to die. And I tried to keep him out of the way, out of the way. I would constantly ask, "Hey, Caden, do you want Elliot out in this fight?" Mm -hmm. And then you'd be he like, "He did come in useful in fights too." He did a couple times, yes. He shot spells. He got slide. Tally's crown. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. That's true. That saved us. That was a pretty awesome moment. Elliot, useless for the entire game, paid off right there. Andy's a companion. Okay. Not to discredit any of my other magical items. That would be cool. Infinite alcohol. But that's true. The ale? Yeah, Except that would be cool. would the cadaver collector be coming after me in real life as well? Oh god. Yeah, that would be true. So, the just any of them? Okay. Any of them. So it could also be items that other people had. Yeah. Because the one I'd want in real life is the coat of the collective because you get that bonus charisma and you can change its color so then it could match with my outfits if i wanted to and i would be more confident so that one i probably want in real life it's lame but it's practical um the one that was my favorite is probably 
probably either um, the little storm crown I had, or I really liked um, the Blood Hunters um, hammer. I thought that was cool. I really liked it. Um, I I took it from her, and I never used it, but. I thought it was. Cool. I mean, you never had a reason to. You can shoot lightning I never from your had hands. A... Yeah, true. Which you clowned me for, by the way. But I mean, I yeah, that... then I gave you a thing that makes you shoot more lightning. I think the my favorite is my original chromatic great axe. Like, just the idea that my character had it for like what a year and a half plus. Oh, freaking while. Yeah, it was a, it was crazy how long we had that thing for, and then, and then the guy, the harbinger, just disintegrated it in front of me, and I wasn't even conscious to see it, and and I had, and that was like my connection to the my whole patron and and everything, so, so that was like I had like a big connection to that, so I think that one was my favorite. I also loved the effect with it. It was so, it was just such a fun thing to use. Uh, other than that, I think the one I would like to have in real life. Oh, I think the void charm would be sick. Like I could just like store like anything in there and just whip it out whenever. And I'm sure that obviously it's like, oh, you have to store magic, but I'm sure I could like take it with a spell and work around that. Mm. And all. so I think that would be something like really cool just to like throw out like a charm and have just a spell at, at the ready just to use whenever. Okay, so when you look back, do you have a favorite natural one story? No one ever remembers the natural 20 stories, but do you have a favorite natural one story or just like a critical fail story? Oh my gosh. Um, okay, no one else remembers this, but I remember we, we were in the mountains. We were hiking towards the fort. Yeah, so we got sent to this like Scarlet Templar castle, you know? And on the way there we met up with like this really old lady and like that kind of like the hand witch from gravity falls she has like a lot of like things and stuff and i remember i was trying to talk to her and i was gonna say a really funny one-liner but i was so funny that i couldn't get it out and i still don't remember what it was so then i just laughed and the whole party looked at me funny and then i just moved on and then so an irl natural one yeah that's an irl natural one and then um as my later in that fight the, the the fighter warlock in the party got turned into a lizard. Then we all forgot he turned into a lizard, except for me. So then instead of just rolling with it, as for after he dealt like 60, not, no, it was a, a lot of damage. I was like, wait, how's he doing all this? And he's a lizard. Then all that damage just got thrown away because he was a lizard. That and was, was like, my bad. I shouldn't have said anything. I should have just kept quiet, but I didn't. Okay, and finally, of all of the monsters that you fought, which one is your favorite, or least favorite, depending on your point of view? Danathar. He was by far my favorite fight, because we saw a lot of different things that I think we didn't see with other bosses. Like, um, for instance, we, we couldn't catch spells if he was looking at us, or UA or Tally had a really difficult time with getting released from a spell where she started turning into stone and being pushed back into a wall and that was my favorite boss my favorite fight for me had to be the harbinger um because that was a personal fight where i had to get my gun and he'd kind of been teasing us the entire campaign okay 
mechanics wise i really liked the lich fight like don't worry we it was very difficult and i didn't like it in the moment but looking back on it the lich fight is kind of like the mid-season finale i thought the i thought the whole little mechanics was really cool like doing damage to your party while you do damage to the monster um so yeah least favorite in the fact that it was really annoying but looking back on it i'm like wow that was cool either that or orcus go big or go home there was a lot of of cool fights crispy i think does it count as a boss fight fighting our our alternate universe selves okay no that was a cool one i was so proud of that yeah especially because then not only was it like cool to fight yourself and like they have the similar attacks and stuff but then also there was like the whole alternate backstory of how your character could have turned out tied with it honestly i have the same answer for the midnight king when we were fighting the midnight king that was my favorite that was like one of my favorite fights of the entire campaign and like i think that was probably the best boss too i really liked him and like when tally turned into a dragon to fight him and then another dragon came and helped us too. Like that was just that was amazing. That was so much fun. Are you hyped for campaign two? I am looking forward to the second campaign. Um, I'm gonna miss Daphne Nordstrom a lot. I became really attached to that character. I am hyped for campaign two, Chris. You hyped to be a pirate? Hyped to be a pirate. Alright, I'm going to end off this episode with a campaign retrospective because, yeah, two-year campaign, it's a big deal for me at least because this is the first time I've ever managed to achieve that. It was not easy to build out this homebrew world, create these items, these bosses, these locations, and I took inspiration from a lot of different places to try and vary up the campaign, and I think that that was the best thing I did was create a varied tone throughout the campaign, but still keep it in a consistent fantasy element. There was Lovecraftian stuff, high fantasy stuff, low fantasy stuff, political thrill, adventurous uh, moments, but at the end of the day, it was all contained in the same world. It felt consistent, but still varied at the same time. And I think that that is one of the things that I really am proud of and something i recommend if you want to keep your campaign interesting varying up the tone is something that is really really important i think critical role models this really really well each arc has a distinct feel and that's why i think matthew mercer encourages players to create such varied characters because he can create varied stories based off those characters variety is the spice of life with DD. if i were to cover what was the hardest thing in this campaign it would probably be scheduling that's no question scheduling is pretty much the worst part of all tabletop role-playing games though my party made it pretty easy on me we were very open with communication and that made the game much easier to play i'm going to be starting an online campaign with this party and it's going to be my first time dming online so i'm really excited for that but it's been a great journey and i hope you guys enjoyed this slightly self-indulgent episode of roll for insight if you guys enjoyed this episode then please do leave a like if you want to see more of my content then please do hit subscribe we're going to have critical kunik on as our next guest so i'm really excited for that and finally, if you want to leave your own thoughts, go down to the comments down below. In essence, like, comment, subscribe. I will see you all next time. Farewell.